Johnny Cage, Kenobu, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya, Blade, Zafiro, Goro, Shang, Zora, Kabaraka, J-Jack, Katara, Kitana, Kung Lao, Melina, Nunes, Ebata, Shao Kong, Chameleon, Cyrax, Welcome to Mortal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the history of all of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. And today, our guest is actor and comedian Ron Funches. Nice. Actor first. Okay. We, you didn't know. I figured, you know, yeah, lean in to the one that seemed more lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I guess, is yeah. More you know, this is all about getting you paid. You know, yeah. someone's going to listen to this podcast and inevitably cast you in a major motion picture. That makes sense. Just big yeah. Kano heads. I hear Scorsese's a big listener, and yeah. probably for Kano, he's going to tune in. Yeah, of course. People so, yeah. don't even listen to the other episodes. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's talking about Kano today. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta listen. And now when he's making the Wolves of Wall Street. The sequel of the Wolf of Wall Street. He's gonna be like, I need Funches. The pack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good title. Mm-hmm. That is a good title. Martin, if you're listening. <laughs> the, oh, pack. the pack. The <laughs> pack. Um so I uh I asked you if you wanted to talk about Kano yeah, on the I show. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, you said I hate Kano. I hate Kano. He's horrible um, in so many ways. Mostly that his moves were usually those back and forward charge moves. Yeah, uh, for his role and stuff, and those were always the hardest moves for me to to pull off. So I never liked that. Um, I don't like his character design mm-hmm. with his one eye and and the uh, little red eye. He just looks very sleazy, a horrible person. He is a horrible. He's a horrible person. person. He's very mean to Sonya and Johnny yeah. and all the people in in the combat kids as well he is mean to yeah um and then now his new character design looks like a professional wrestler named austin aries who is a big oh jerk my god yeah i don't like him either so it's wow. kind of like oh they took a guy I already hate and made him look more like a guy that i also hated and so yeah. just double hatred it is kind of great that now that the characters more or less look pretty realistic like actual people they've made him look like the most repulsive possible person <laughs> Yeah. It's great. It fits, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cage looks pretty bad, too, so it's fun. Yeah, he looks weird. At least he doesn't have the weird hair that he had in Mortal Kombat but X, though, where they all have that weird, like... Plastic surgery face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They really go all out. They do. <laughs> uh, well, for any listeners who aren't familiar with Kano, uh, he is a villainous character from Mortal Kombat and has been since the very first game... He's the leader of a mercenary group called the Black Dragon. Mm. Uh, they used to be part of a group called the Red Dragon. Uh, but they were like, that's not cool enough. Yeah. No, pretty much Kano was like, the Red Dragon has rules. 
I don't like rules because I'm just the kind of guy who likes to proudly tell people he doesn't like rules. That's my whole personality. Yeah, so I'm making it. a new group with the creative name of a different colored dragon. Yeah. yeah. He didn't. He. That's another thing about Kano. He's not very imaginative. No. He no. wasn't like, let me call a whole different name. Yeah. We could have been so many things. We could have been the lawless. Uh, he doesn't like rules <laughs> sure. or laws. He could have been the, like that. The law The law dislikers. Yeah. 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 No No. Rules rules allowed oh the no rule havers yeah that's yeah. a good name for a group yeah nwo would have been cool yeah <laughs> yeah sure but instead they just were like oh we're the black dragons which is you know i, I mean i like it sure it's, it's okay. it sounds intimidating it's cool mm-hmm. but it is like you know but when you know there's also red dragons yeah then yeah you're like, well. it is a fully like a nwo black and white yeah. wolf pack wolf pack split mm-hmm. yeah. it's right there mm. um it is funny to call him unimaginative because I hadn't really thought about it before, but he's he's literally like a mercenary and an arms dealer who is aware that he exists in a world of magic and dragons and continues through the whole series to be very focused on like, great, how does that make me rich? Yeah. Can I keep can I sell weapons to a dragon? <laughs> and he tries to many, many times. Yeah, he's got low goals. Yeah. He doesn't he he's all he's very money motivated. Yeah, he's driven. Uh but he never uses his money to buy a shirt. Or, yeah, or no pair of pants. Yeah, he wants no shirt, but he's like, I need the utility satchel. Like, Imagine having the confidence to like walk into a room where there's soldiers and sorcerers and just like only rock a pair of camo pants and nothing else and just be like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah treat this like a he's got a lot of like old 90s male confidence right mm-hmm. like even if he, he he's old outmatched you can't tell you you can't tell him that and in some ways that's charming yeah he's he's certainly got his charms but for the most part kano as we will come to learn is a colossal piece of shit um and just a terrible person he's from australia he is human he's from earth realm our realm. shout out to earth realm yeah what up earth earth realm <laughs> Uh, best realm <laughs> i'm actually kind of an outworld guy i like okay, i like outworld. okay i like all the weird shit yeah well yeah. they they eating people over there they are pretty much every type of living creature in outworld eats people mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i admire I, that that's more no I, that's why i stick to earth realm <laughs> i get it i get it for me it's like the circle of life it's good to see that uh, there's a nice ecosystem going on in Outworld. There's no one particularly dominant. Everyone's eating each other. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, that's where we're going it's here in Earthrealm. So, big, big yeah. human centipede. Sure. Thing. <laughs> um, you know, I guess the one notable, and uh, because everyone in Mortal Kombat has to have something, a little sci-fi, a little fantasy about them. Yes, the one notable thing about Kano is that he does have a cybernetic eye and uh, some kind of chess piece, although it's unclear exactly what that chess piece does. It's very Iron Man-y. But he has a cybernetic eye that lets him blast lasers out and sometimes, like, scan things, whatever they need it to conveniently do in any given scene. He looks kind of Terminator-ish. Um, that's, uh, an in- that's That cybernetic eye is because of an injury he sustained uh, thanks to Jackson Briggs mm. um, before the storyline of the Mortal Kombat games began. So they gave him a laser eye? or Yeah, some. Do- it's literally the, the entire canon is boiled down to Kano got in an altercation with Special Forces agent Jackson Briggs. And Jax blasted his eye out of the socket, and uh, the doctor, which is all he's ever referred to as in any version of Mortal Kombat lore, gave Kano a cybernetic eye. The doctor is appears the nowhere doctor else. Who it's gave unclear. Jax the, his arms? No, I think the U.S. military gave Jax the arms. Mm. So I don't, I don't really know. But that's kind of the thing: is is since Kano's the leader of the Black Dragon, he's always at odds with 
U.S. Special Forces, which, best as I can tell, is a wing of the U.S. government in charge of um, policing dimensions. They're like military X-Files, mm. which is pretty tight. Like a step up beyond the Space Wars program. Yeah, when I was or a the kid. the Star Wars. I, that's the name of it. That's it. Yeah. The Star Wars program. Yeah. <laughs> When I was a kid, I don't know if you felt this way, but when I was a kid, I always found the military characters in Mortal Kombat to be the most boring. Yeah. Because I was like, you have monsters, and then I don't care about the soldiers. Yeah, you're just regular human beings. Like, And sometimes you can blow kisses that make people turn into skeletons. But for True. the most part, pretty boring. Yeah, yeah. I like Baraka. I like a guy who's got spiky arms. Yeah, give me a weird face. Give me Melina. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm attracted to you. But if I got too close, your your face would hurt me. Was Melina, would you say, like uh, an important character? in your sexual awakening <laughs> and that she scared you but you were attracted to her um, she was bad for you but you kind of wanted her anyway in some ways the, probably the biggest thing um, was Muriel's wedding I don't know if you... <laughs> Muriel's wedding was a yeah, big yeah there's like okay. a scene in there where she, she went little, she's dancing around her underwear and I really like yeah, that yeah. part okay yeah that makes sense it does it does but it don't <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. Well, Kano, uh, you guys get a pretty good idea of who he is. Let's talk about what his role has been in the in the Mortal Kombat saga so far. So, first Mortal Kombat game obviously centered on uh, the tournament that would decide whether or not Outworld could conquer Earthrealm, and Kano uh, literally went to Shang Tsung's island to participate in this tournament just because he heard there was a shitload of gold there. He was like, all right, I hear there's an island where there's a bunch of monsters killing each other to decide whether or not the Earth will be consumed by an alternate dimension. And I hear there's a lot of treasure around. <laughs> well, yeah, he's the opportunist. He is. He and he's not afraid in of wading into any kind of danger. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like a Billy McFarlane or like <laughs> just any type of guy who like is like, boom, I can come to this island and throw a festival. Yeah. You know, there's, I hear there's opportunities here. Yeah. Um, so I can't fault him for that. No, no, not at all. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive that he was like, I hear there's four-armed half-dragon men on this island. I'm going to just kind of like hang out. I got this knife. Yeah. I got this eye. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Literally all he walked in with. And of course, as he was going in, he was pursued by his arch enemy, uh, Special Forces agent Sonya Blade. Um, he had killed her last partner. He had just escaped her new partner, Jax's custody. So she was like, I got to hunt this guy down. And so she follows him into the tournament. They both wind up fighting in the tournament. Mm. But ultimately, when all is said and done, uh, chaos erupts on the island when Liu Kang is, is fighting uh, Shang Tsung and defeats him. And amid the chaos, Kano and Sonya actually wound up teaming up to fight Goro. Oh, because that's it was how in, life works right isn't it just you know you have your enemies and then uh you're brought together to face mm. a, a greater one usually a four-armed half dragon yeah prince. and that wouldn't be crazy because they could maybe do it in the next one i don't want to spoil alert but if you how how more combat 11 and be nice if kano and sonya ended up together you know it'd be interesting it's like a classic sitcom it would it'd be interesting to see how uh all of the all of the pain that they'd been through together uh, would bring them together, but also how you would uh, make up for the fact that he's he's caused her so much pain. You know, that's true. He'd have to earn. He'd have to earn it. He'd have to earn but, it babe, but, but but that's beautiful vows. If he's like, I want to spend the rest of my life, yeah, making up for all the pain that I have caused you for the times that I tried to murder you and, and your family, your family, and did murder many of your friends. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm shy. Yeah. I didn't know how to tell you I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Everyone has their own love language. Yeah. Kano's is uh, torture and murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Kano and Sonya and uh, Johnny Cage, who wound up being Sonya's actual love, uh, joined together and fought Goro. But it wound up being a huge waste of time because once he's already Shang got Sung, four arms. He does. Four arms, three dudes. You got you to gotta throw in a fourth person mm-hmm. out of it. It didn't work. Um, the island wound up collapsing because once Shang Tsung was defeated, the whole island went down with him. And amid the chaos, Sonya and Kano uh, got separated from everybody else. And uh, Raiden did not come to rescue Sonya. Nobody did. Um, and what happened was that Sonya and Kano found themselves transported uh, to a forest in the middle of Outworld. And they were like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And immediately got taken prisoner uh, by Shang Tsung and his boss, uh, Shao Kahn. Right before they could profess their love to each other. It was definitely like a moment where were the two of them trapped in another dimension together? Which is, this is just like a classical great sci-fi setup. If these two enemies from Earth were suddenly trapped in Outworld together, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Adversity brings people together. Do we know that Cassie is really Johnny's kid? Dude, that'd be something interesting to explore in a future game if they were like... Attorney to test. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they can go on Mori, and then that, and that could be a stage for a fight. That would be fun. They are doing a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out in yeah, 2021. I saw that. So this this is, this is like good material. Um, I don't know if there's a way to copyright podcasts, but I just feel like if this winds up in the movie, we should probably try to try to pull some money together and, and do a lawsuit. Uh, I mean, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a good point because someone someone from the movie might be listening and they might have heard the actor part before yeah. the name and they might be like, "Yeah, I could be a great Jackson Briggs if you just don't if you don't care about body types and 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 making it look like the movie." What about Kano? You. you could be Kano. I feel I, like you're really getting into his head right now. Yeah, I could. I shave my head. I hate that. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> um, who else could I be? I could be uh, Boy Bo Bo Ray Chow. I could be him. Oh, I man. could be. Uh, uh, Mm, give me yeah, I could dress up as Shiva That's Would fine. you want to be, be any of hair. the ninjas? Yeah Which of the ninjas would you like to play in a film? Um, I guess Smoke Because that makes sense for me Okay, yeah You mm-hmm. enjoy smoking? Yeah That makes sense <laughs> So and he always has smoke coming out of him So yeah. then they're just like Oh, we thought it was mystical But it's just a guy who smoked it, a lot of weed, weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everyone likes smoke so much He has so many friends in the Lin Kuei <laughs> <laughs> Always smoke shows up It's a party <laughs> You ever have a friend named Smoke? You know he's cool <laughs> Oh man, he'd be my first call. I do think they they did make him like Hungarian uh, in the most recent like reboot. So I'm curious, like, would you be interested in doing the Hungarian accent? No, I'm not good at accents. Any? I'm not good at voices. No, my son tries to make me uh, <laughs> do different voices. Like he loves Family Guy, and he wants me to be Peter, and I'll always just be like, "Hi, I'm Peter from Family Guy." That's, <laughs> that's how you know because I just say it. That's go, like pretty good though. Sundays on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool that your kid's asking you to do Peter Griffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's more like commands. Sure. Yeah. It's more like don't do your regular voice. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be, be raised by Peter Griffin. At all times. Yeah. Until it gets annoying. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. So going into the second tournament, which was hosted in Outworld, when Shao Kahn was like, uh-uh, do over. Um as players of Mortal Kombat 2 saw, and as we know, uh, Sonya and Kano were actually held prisoner throughout the entire Mortal Kombat 
tournament that was held in Outworld. They were literally chained up in the arena, forced to watch the tournament go down. But they, were they play? They were playable characters, weren't they? In Mortal Kombat Two, I'm actually I believe they both were, but in one of the levels, uh, you see them chained up. So I think like canonically, they spent most of the tournament chained up. But in the end, Jax rescued both of them. And Kano was like, cool, thanks. That's, yeah, that's sweet of Thanks, him. mate. And then he was like, no, 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 you're under arrest. <laughs> and Kano was like, oh. And then... Uh, Why did Kano think that this guy was his friend now? He seems kind of naive when you think about mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. Which isn't... Maybe he was doing a bit in a classic Kano fashion. Oh, he's oh, like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks mate. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, that makes um, sense. That's Australians. Yeah. And he did, and from there, he, he actually wound up more or less completely immigrating to Outworld. He, yeah, that's he what hit I away. remember. Yeah. So uh, he hid away. He ran to Shao Kahn, being the opportunist that he is. And he was like, hey, you just lost the second tournament. But tell you what, why don't you hire me? I'll be the weapons instructor for your army. I'll teach your army of, like, centaurs and dragon people how to use machine guns and WMDs. Mm -hmm. I have access to all of them. Uh, Which is insane. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's That's a big like, swing. Yeah, if you had like a big Rottweiler who also knew how to shoot a gun, double scary. Yeah, that's like it's like the Jurassic Park movie that they almost shot before they did Jurassic World, where yeah. all the dinosaurs were gonna have like body armor and machine guns. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw. I didn't see the newest one, but they had the trailer where they, where it, it opened the door, and I was just like, "This is fun and silly, and I can't go see this." Yeah, it got. It got sillier. I thought they were straight up going to adapt. I thought I was going to be watching it and suddenly realize, like, oh, shit, they're actually adapting that script because a lot of it wound up in there. Mm -hmm. But they don't have, unfortunately, the sequel where T-Rex, human, raptor, hybrids fight drug cartels in Colombia, which is uh, the best part of – I actually – I read that that Mortal Kombat script and it's, it's bonkers. And I'm waiting for that scene to come around. The way they ended the last Jurassic World, it feels like it could happen in the third one. I would love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Why not? Go all out. You're gonna At do this point, it. sure. Just like the Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. They're going all out, being crazy, multiple dimensions, past, future sales. Love it. People want to see centaurs with machine guns. Yeah. It's been proven. So so Kano moves to Outworld, tells Shao Kahn, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to train your army. I'm going to teach him how to use weapons. And he helps Shao Kahn invade Earthrealm. So you really see how few allegiances Kano really has. He was like, all right, great. Moving up, moving, packing up, moving to this dimension, and uh, I'm going to help destroy the one that I, I was born in. Australia, the rest of the planet, fuck it. Makes sense. Got ex-girlfriend there. I got a lot of enemies. People, I owe rent back in <laughs> Earth realm. Fuck Earth realm. Yeah. I'm our world guy now. That's like when you move to a different town and you start representing that city's basketball team. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you just this is where you are now sure. that's what you gotta do yeah he he had to build a new kano atop the ashes of the old one yeah yeah i get it yeah i get that it's like when people move to la they changed their whole personality and be like i'm True. this person now yeah didn't really go well for kano though he he, he went and led helped lead the invasion in earth realm and wound up fighting sonya on a rooftop and she straight up kicked him off the rooftop and he fell a billion feet and presumably died Everyone assumed he was dead for a long time. Um, Not me. You knew. I know how games work. <laughs> yeah, you knew that was a bunch of bullshit. Well, of course, in classic Mortal Kombat fashion, Kano was saved uh, by a centaur, Motaro, the leader of the centaurian race, who was one of uh, Shao Kahn's generals. He saved Kano, nursed him back to life, 
and was it's unclear what his plans were for Kano. Did he let him ride him? I hope so. I will hope so. Do you think centaurs? What? How do you think they feel about being ridden? I think it depends on time of day and the mood. Right. Like if it's romantic, maybe. Yeah. I'm into it. It's like, I will support you. This is like a gesture. Yeah. Um, but other times, I mean, just like anything, you don't want to get picked. Like you know, usually don't want to get picked up by somebody. But sometimes <laughs> you, someone picks you up, you're like, "Whoa, wow, thank you." Yeah. Well, like if someone hopped on a centaur's back and was like, "Yeah, yeah," they'd probably be pretty. They'd be upset. like, well, "Hey, I'm half human here. <laughs> you go pull that crap on a horse." <laughs> I do often wonder what horses thought about all that at the very beginning. Probably not into it. I don't no. think. I mean, They're some like, of them aren't into it now. This? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? It's kind of fucked up that there are even animals we're capable of riding. Like, what biological sense does that make? Um, not much, but it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. I guess like birds ride. That is fun like, though to think about it. Somebody bigger than you was just like, well, I'm, I ride you now. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, Kano gets saved by the centaur. He's being nursed back to health. And all of a sudden, boom, Shiva, the leader of the Shokan, the half-dragon people, uh, shows up. And she kills Motaro. Great voice, too. Oh, yeah. Real great voice. But they, uh, they've had a long-time rivalry, the centaurs and the half-dragon people. So she shows up, basically slits the centaur's throat, and is going to kill Kano and then is like, all right, Kano, you saw me do that assassination, and it's not entirely, like, cool. You got to keep this between us. I could kill you, but instead I'm going to say, will you help me kill Shao Kahn? He says he supports Oh, what's the, he going to say? Yeah, you're right. It's like, what's, how's Kano going to He says yes. Yeah, he goes along to get along. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll kill Shao Kahn. Fuck yeah, it. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So he and, he and Shiva go to kill Shao Kahn, uh, and as soon as they get there, he goes, Shao Kahn, Shiva's trying to kill you. <laughs> Your rats are out. Yeah, I've seen that come a mile away. Yeah, she should have too, right? Yeah. Like, this is a guy that literally betrayed his entire dimension to come join the army she was just on. And he just met you. You just met... Maybe it's because he's, like, he's got that kind of sleazy, like, sex energy, mm-hmm. and she was just kind of into it. Yeah. I don't know if a Shokan would be That's interested in happens. a human, People but... People get fooled by abs all the time. We've all been there. Yeah, and I get it. She got low self-esteem a little bit, been hurt before. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, you know, you seen, but you are out front with your evilness, so I'm going to trust you. Yeah. And she, she knew what she was in for. Got betrayed. It's sad. So Kano's like, Shao Kahn, I'm with you again, uh, and I'm going to help you in whatever you want, because it seems like you're probably going to pay the most. And then Shao Kahn's... Uh, assistant essentially shang sung a sorcerer teams up with another sorcerer Quan chi mm. and uh fucking kills shao khan in front of kano also what does kano do yeah so his plans he's just like oh my plans just keep getting messed up yeah kano's so you like, gotta go with shang sung now mm-hmm. you gotta go with Quan chi these are my new bosses he literally walks right up to them is like team deadly alliance what's up i'm with you guys what do you want me to do? You want me to enslave someone? They're like, yeah, yeah. there's a tribe we want you to enslave. He was like, I was just about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys know, showed up right before I was going to murder him. It's so funny running into you guys because I was just saying Shang Tsung, Quan Chi, two of my favorite guys. Yeah, I love sorcery. They should be in charge. I love sorcery. I love up close magic. I love card <laughs> tricks. Anything you got. <laughs> I like f- flying green 
uh, skulls. Mm-hmm. Changing like into other people. Shape-shifting. Yeah. I like uh, resurrecting the dead. Multiple fireballs. Mm-hmm. He's in all that stuff. He's a fan. So they say, all right, we want you to go enslave this village that's a few blocks away and uh, Done. help them build like a tower that can contain a soul NATO, a tornado can, made of souls. Can I pillage? <laughs> they go, yeah, pillage. All go for right. it. <laughs> so he goes and he does that. And uh, that's when Kano finally gets a taste of his own medicine. Because the Deadly Alliance finds out that the Red Dragon, the group that he left, mm-hmm. is still out there operating in secret and has been quietly manipulating events to destroy the black dragon and kano's now the last surviving member and so the deadly alliance goes to the head of the red dragon this guy movado and they say movado um we heard that you want to kill kano uh we're the bosses of everything now so we'll let you and we'll make you our new kano which i guess just means the guy that is in charge of like Solnado related construction projects and uh, Kano's like, wait, I thought Deadly Alliance were, were my friends. And Movado beats Kano. And uh, all of a sudden, Kano's in deep shit. He's, he, his past has come back and gotten him. And it wasn't the special forces. the life forces. of a mercenary. You yeah. know? Sometimes it's just like how I feel. I guess I didn't think I was going to relate to Kano. But I do. It's just like, you know, you're just going around. You're trying to accomplish your goals, doing your thing. And sure, you were a little bit of a hermit but some of that is also thrust upon you it's yeah. like every time i try to make friends try to murder me i, I they'd sell my contract out from under me so how are you going to trust people oh right? it's difficult it's possible that in the beginning kano was like there's not a lot of jobs but i hear there's an opening for a mercenary i don't know a lot about the business but i'm gonna give it a try Mm-hmm. And he didn't realize he was in a, a cutthroat world where he couldn't make real Yeah, and then I get it. Yeah. yeah. You, you, then you're like, oh, I'm a mercenary. I'm killing people. But then I, I got paid dues. And all these rules that you are thrusting upon me. I didn't get into the mercenary game to have someone tell me what to do. I'm going to start my own mercenary game. I'm and I'm not going to make a name that's great for it. But I guess so very much. He's kind of like how Michael Scott started the Michael Scott Paper Company. My God. <laughs> Yeah. I get him. Kano's the Michael Scott of the Mortal Kombat universe. Yeah, he's very com- overly confident, <laughs> but, but doesn't have the skills to back it up. And terrible at naming things. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And, then, and Michael Scott was real into parkour. He could probably do the role, the front role thing. Oh, yeah. It is interesting. I, I would love to know if there ever has been someone who could do multiple somersaults in midair in a straight line like Kano. It is a remarkable physical achievement. Yeah, you got to be a black belt at least. I think probably, yeah, yeah, probably. But I was going to say red belt, Mm-mm. which it comes somewhere. Well, no, that's why he belt. made Black Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah black belt. Then, he got, then you can do the forward roll. Did you, I assume you played Mortal Kombat as a kid. Mm-hmm. Did you ever try to do martial arts? Mm, a little bit, but it yeah. wasn't because of Mortal Kombat. It was because of the movie Three Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. How far did you get? Um, I was about to get my first belt. So I was about to get a white belt, and then my mother couldn't afford it for us to go anymore. So I hadn't, couldn't go anymore. Uh, but also I was just doing stuff at home with friends, and then I got kicked in the jaw, and my jaw, would, whenever it would open, it would yawn. My jaw would get stuck for like a decade. Holy um, shit. So that was, but I didn't want to tell my mom that I was doing three ninjas based Independent karate. Independent karate. Yeah. Yeah. 
I also was about to get my white belt and quit. Um, and I don't know if this is the real reason because I don't think I've ever talked about it with my family because I was like four or five. But as I recall it, it was because I had a dream <laughs> that my family was going to Disney and they were like, oh, you can't go. You have to get your white belt tomorrow. Hmm. And then I woke up and I was like, I quit karate. <laughs> <laughs> and if this is, this is how I remember it. And if it's true... I wonder how disappointed I was when I did not immediately go to Disney World. After yeah, that you're like that's the rules. Okay, so no karate. Do I get to go on rides or why are we just hanging out? What's going on? I just remember we go karate class and then I go back home, eat off-brand Cheetos. I know yep. they weren't Cheetos; they were like a generic Cheetos. Yeah, Chibos and President Choice brand cookie, which mm-hmm. was a chewy cookie. It was very chewy. That's really what I remember about about karate class was waiting for after Post class so that I could get those snacks. Yeah, when I started doing sports, uh, which was really just baseball for like five or six years, no, maybe more, maybe more like ten. Uh, it was entirely snack focused. It was what's my pre baseball snack? What snacks can I buy from the concession stand during the game? And then what do I get to snack on when I come home? Mm, yeah, concession yeah. stand snacks. Were you a chubby kid? <laughs> yeah. Same. Chubby <laughs> adult. So, uh, all right. So Kano's been imprisoned by the Red Dragon, who are obviously pretty cross with him for going off and making the Black Dragon. They're not yeah. happy about that. But the Black Dragon doesn't even exist now. No. Just Kano. It's just Kano, He's but they're still the pissed. Black Dragon. They're like, you need to be punished. Mm-hmm. And um, things get a little hazy with regards to what happened to Kano after that, uh, or in the immediate aftermath, but this guy named Taven eventually comes and frees him. Taven's backstory is that he was uh, an Adenian demigod. He was from the realm of Adenia. And his destiny was to one day, in a very Cain and Abel sense, he was going to have to fight his twin brother, Dagon. Uh, maybe his older brother? His brother, Dagon. They were going to fight, and that was going to be the impetus that began the apocalypse. It was like prophecy. Mm. And so while Taven's on his like quest to find his brother and fulfill his destiny, uh, he comes across Kano and frees him from the Red Dragon, because it turns out it's... Taven's brother Dagon that actually created the Red Dragon. The Red Dragon's hundreds of years old, if not thousands of years old. And Kano's like, hey man, thanks for freeing me. Oh, by the way, uh, the Red Dragon, your brother, they're making dragon people with dragon DNA. And they- Whoa, I thought the dragon thing was just the name. No, it turns out the reason they were called the Red Dragon is because they discovered a straight up real red dragon which was the dragon that was defending... So Taven and Dagon are like millions of years old, and they were in basically like... They were cryogenically frozen and being watched over by dragons. Mm. They each had one, like their their special dragon. And so this, the red dragon was the evil dragon that was protecting Dagon. So he got... He woke up from his cryogenic freezing, and he like spin just taking DNA from this red dragon and trying to make dragon people soldiers. Okay. And that's what the Red Dragon was really all about, which Kano, I, I think, I assume didn't realize until this time when he got captured. and was like, mm-hmm. oh, all this power is just about dra- making dragon people to make it easier for this guy to kill his brother and become a god and bring on the apocalypse? No, I mean, every part of this has been weird, but this, at this point, it's very Things weird. are really going off yeah. the rails. <laughs> well, this was towards the end of the first timeline, this so it was the, really the, like they Jurassic knew they needed to World reboot things. Script. Yeah. <laughs> Four. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, 
you know, at this point, Kano's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Neither do I, Kano. He casually says, oh, they were also doing some weird new experiments on me. But he never clarifies what that meant. Mm-hmm. So in theory, should this timeline have gone on much longer, we may have seen Kano become some kind of weird dragon man. Yeah, but Liu Kang was already a dragon. Was he, he was a literal shape-shifting dragon yeah. man. Yeah. But I don't know, was he, was Liu Kang a dragon? Did he have a dragon spirit inside of him? he had a dragon spirit inside of him. Yeah. Maybe they were making Kano like more of a reptile kind of situation where he had like scales. Well, I'm glad they abandoned that. T-Rex head. Because we already got reptile. Yeah. We already have We don't need another reptile. Yeah. So we maybe oh, would have seen that. Wait, we need reptile back. Where Dude, is reptile? I lost my mind when Mortal Kombat 11 came out and there was no reptile. I was like, what is Mortal Kombat without reptile? What is this? this you is can't so- do the thing and make the, make the bubble Acid pop people bubble in the air. And floats around. Yeah. He's so fun. fun. Yeah, and then the fatalities it would be great. Ball ball burning people's faces with acid. I asked my wife which Mortal Kombat character she wanted to do because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have her do an episode of the show and she doesn't know anything about Mortal Kombat and was looking through a bunch of characters and she was like, Lizard Man. <laughs> I want the Lizard Man. <laughs> and I get it. He was my favorite as a kid because yeah. like, he's the perfect uh, hybrid of ninja and monster. Yeah, true. I like him. I like Melina. Both said they're not in the game, but maybe yeah. DLC. Who yeah. Knows? Did you ever get horned up for reptile as a kid? <laughs> not yet. As an adult, you know. We'll see where they take it. Yeah. Maybe we'll get sexy reptile from Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Honestly, we're ready. Texture based. <laughs> uh, so, you know, maybe we would have seen Kano become a dragon man, but we didn't because the apocalypse happened. Thank God. The brothers killed each other and it summoned a big pyramid and there was a big fire god and basically every villain in the world of Mortal Kombat and every hero in the world of Mortal Kombat came together for a massive war at the foot of this pyramid and Kano died there and the only two people remaining were Raiden and Shao Kahn. And in the last moment before Shao Kahn killed Raiden and basically would have become a god and destroyed all of reality, Raiden sent a message back in time. He must win, which is very vague. And this created a new timeline uh, in which Kano's story changed somewhat. And I'm actually going to say in the new timeline, his life sucked way more than it did in the first timeline. The new, ti- new timeline fucking sucks for Kano. <laughs> Just not a good time. Is this when he has hair now? Yeah, so this is one where he has more hair. That's a positive. It is a positive. Speaking as someone who's been losing it, yeah, yeah no, it's oh, great. Same hair, man. Good for you, Kato. Yeah, no, you don't know how much you're willing to fight for it until it starts going away. Don't it always seem to go? <laughs> that you don't know what you got till it's gone. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, new timeline starts off Kano pretty much as the same story he goes to the Mortal Kombat tournament to find treasure we learn a little bit more about he and Sonya's backstory that he flipped and was an informant on the Red Dragon for special forces mm. and then so one in the day new like timeline, he's a snitch he's a rat yeah they just added another shitty quality of his personality um, but otherwise it's the same he formed the Black Dragon he went to go try to find treasure Sonya followed him and um, thanks to Raiden's actions changing slightly in this new timeline since he's trying to figure out how to decode the phrase he must win. Uh, Kano does not get imprisoned during the second tournament. Instead, uh, we see that he spent pretty much the whole second tournament like following Shang Tsung around. Like, this is called a rocket launcher. If you want to buy one, you just let me know. <laughs> They're pretty cool. He's like a car salesman. Yeah, pretty much. That's not and, bad. Uh, and he doesn't wind up dying in the invasion of Earth, or almost dying in the invasion of Earthrealm and getting picked up by a centaur and going through that whole story with Shiva. Instead, 
uh, Shao Kahn dies pretty early in the story. So Kano kind of gets a couple decades, really, after the invasion of Earthrealm to just hang out and be an independent mercenary in Outworld. He deserves it. He has, like, a fun kind of roguish existence for a while, you we know? We all need a little bit of that selfish time. Yeah. Give me time to just go do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, he gets to go around selling weird artifacts. He has, like, kind of Indiana Jonesy adventures in mm. Outworld where he's stealing artifacts, selling blood daggers to people and, like... He doesn't care about magic. He's just like trying to make money, and he's getting pretty rich. He's reforming. like an importer exporter, like Art Vandalay. Exactly. He's the Art Vandalay Michael Scott of the Mortal Kombat, yeah, universe. I've been watching a lot of sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> give me, oh, you just gave me a way to reference Martin. I'm, I'm waiting for it. So is the Shanae. Kano, I guess you could say. He's the Moesha of the of the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> um, so, so you know he's hanging out, he's having a good time, <gasps> and that makes like Melina and Katana are like the Parkers. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, our sisters. They're sister. the Maoris. Yeah. The- <laughs> I guess you could say Rain is then the smart guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, you know, over this time, Kano's, in, Kano's enjoying himself. The Red Dragon comes after him. He's actually got – he's been building up the Black Dragon again. Uh, so he's able to fight off the Red Dragon. He's positioned pretty well. Eventually, he even lives to see Sonya Blade's child, Cassie Cage, become a Special Forces agent and come after him. Things are going pretty well uh, until Civil War erupts in Outworld over who's going to be the new emperor. Is it going to be Shao Kahn's old general? Kotal Khan, or is it going to be Shao Kahn's daughter, Melina? And there's just this big civil war, and Kano, of course, is like, how can I profit off of this? So he becomes a hired gun uh, for Kotal Khan, and he helps him defeat a bunch of Kotal, of the various armies of Outworld. He helps him defeat Shiva's army, the, the Shokan. Um, but ultimately, he thinks Kotal is going to help him out, and instead Kotal's like, yeah, I'm putting you in jail. I'm trying to be a good emperor to Outworld, and you shouldn't be around selling Earth weapons to people. I don't want nukes in Outworld. You're going to prison. Which, on the one hand, is like, yeah, there shouldn't be nukes in Outworld. That's fair. That You're probably saving a lot of lives. And on the other hand, you just hired the guy yeah, you're being real to help your army. Yeah, you knew who I was when you met me. Yeah. And now you're trying to say I'm not good. I'm not good enough to hang out. Yeah, that's oh, I hate it. Like when somebody gets a new job or gets new friends, or, you know, and then they're like, "Oh, now I can't hang out with you." Yeah. Now, now you're too good for me. After I helped you get where you are, it's not cool. That's cool at all. Not cool. Well, Kano does what anyone would do. He immediately goes up to Melina after escaping from jail because he's Kano and goes, all right, so how do I help you out? Oh, I thought you were going to say talk to his therapist about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Kano's still an idiot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would have done. I would love to see an Outworld therapist. Not like me personally, although I guess I would. It'd be kind of interesting to talk to like a lizard about the things Mm -hmm. that are, are giving me grief. But, um... You could do that. Do you think that's like an occupation in Outworld? Therapy? No. It doesn't seem like a place no. where there. This is in fights to the death over there. Yeah. It's like Conan the Barbarian every day. Mm-hmm. But it'd be kind of cool. I mean, I guess now that the, the emperor, the current emperor of Outworld, if this is current, would be Katana. And she seems like someone who might establish like mental health facilities and. 
Yeah, she's like a good princess. Well, I guess queen. No. Yeah, queen. Yeah. Queen Katana. Kotal Katana is what they called her, right? Or Katana Khan? Katana Khan. Katana Khan. That That's would be. a fun name. Like Shaka mm-hmm. Khan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Big fan. Um, that also would be a great character, Shaka Khan. So they should just put her in the game. <laughs> she becomes the Khan of Outworld. Yeah. So she, there's a show Khan. A to- yeah, Kotal Khan. Why can't there be Shaka Khan? Just a note for anyone in NetherRealm Studios listening to this podcast. Think about it. Throw Shaka, Shaka Khan, Khan in there. Get her yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you know, he, he goes to Melina. He's like, how can I help you out? And she says, uh, Kotal Khan is looking to get Shinnok's amulet because it's a really dangerous artifact. It's yeah. protecting the soul. about that amulet all the time. Yeah, it's protecting the soul of, a, of an evil elder god. So he's looking for it. So why don't you steal it? And uh, trick him into thinking you're going to sell it to him, and we'll do a sneak attack. So Kano does that. He That's steals double victory because he got to bring his money when he thinks I'm going to going to sell it to him. Oh yeah. So we kill him. I take that money. Oh easy. yeah, let's do it. That's exactly what Kano thought was going to happen. Doesn't work that way. Uh, best laid plans. Best laid plans. Kano gets found out. Uh, Kotal survives the assassination attempt, and Kano has to become an outworld refugee. Going into hiding in Earthrealm with the amulet as his only collateral to protect himself. Yeah, I mean, that sucks, but that amulet is powerful. So it is. He's going to be okay. It is. At least pawn it. That's what he was thinking. Unfortunately, he didn't realize that the, uh, the refugee facility he went to in Earthrealm is uh, watched over by Sonya Blade, who immediately recognizes him, uh, tackles him to the ground, and starts choking him to death. <laughs> And the only person who stops her from killing him is uh, Johnny Cage, her ex-husband. Mm. They, That's what happened. She's like, oh, okay, so you love me. Mm-hmm. You mad because I haven't been around. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get it. There's a lot of unsaid things between those two. It's tense. It's tense. Yeah. And uh, and that's kind of... Kano kind of dips out of the story for a while from there because once Johnny and Sonya get Shinnok's amulet, Kano's inconsequential. They have him arrested and they just... Is gone. Yeah. And that brings us to the most recent game, Mortal Kombat 11, where Kano uh, finally gets his due for all the bad things he's done. But also, uh, you kind of see that of all the characters in the Mortal Kombat universe, Kano is the one who's been the most at peace with who he is this entire time. Because, yeah. Yeah, we see, we see the god of time uh, come back to try to merge these two timelines because she's pissed about how much Raiden's messed up time. And that includes bringing back the old Kano, the first one who'd gone to Shang Tsung's island for treasure. And she uh, hires him to build her a uh, cyber ninja army to help guard her while she, while she resets time, as, you know, anyone might do. Yeah, of course. And we see the young Kano wind up teaming up with the old Kano. Which is perfect, because, like, if you need to find someone that you actually can trust and love, he's been hurt so many times, you know, betrayed so many times, and who could you trust besides yourself and that was my favorite part of the game just watching the two of them together just getting along uh, listening to each other yeah it was really fun it was surprisingly nice to see kano have a friend for the first time mm-hmm. and so kano to see that that friend was just another kano and he spends like the whole time talking about how hot he is yeah he's like oh look at me look how cool i look when i'm older and I got hair. They're best buddies. In true, true, in true fashion, he is right because, like, man, so many people could let themselves go. And Kano, he did not. Kano arguably got much hotter the older he got. He did. He yeah. got abs, like the wrestler Drew McIntyre. 
There you go. It's exactly like Drew McIntyre. It's a lot like Drew McIntyre. I guess you could say Kano's the Drew McIntyre of the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drew McIntyre's kind of a mercenary. They kind of reminded me of a tag team in the best way. Seeing the two Kanos together, I was like, this is a great gimmick. Like these this reminded me of the Road Warriors or like any of the crazier tag teams from like maybe the attitude. They era. both got the eye thing, but one's got long hair, one's got short hair. Yeah, they're always cracking each other up. They kind of look like one of them looks like a bushwhacker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they look like the Dudleys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was great. It was great. But unfortunately, um, Mm. these two Kanos in classic Kano fashion uh, start fucking with young Sonya, who's been brought into the present by Kronika. And young Sonya realizes that whatever you do to a past version. Uh, happens to the present version. Yeah, I remember. And she tackles young Kano to the ground and shoots him in the eye and kills him. And then we see old Kano got a bullet wound growing in his head. Yeah, and vaporizes. And Kano dies. And that's where we are currently. No Kanos. But. But. but No nobody. No nothing. The most recent game has the craziest possible ending. Because time is reset entirely by Liu Kang. He, become, he and Katana become the new gods, I guess, of time. Yeah, and they're he, now going to... Got fi- he got fire and thunder. Yeah, he becomes a fire thunder god. Or, yeah. It says fire god Liu Kang, but he has both powers. Because Raiden gives up his powers to make Liu Kang have a bunch. Yeah, it's, it's tight. Yeah. But, it is, and it really helped that fight out, because I was having trouble with her. Yeah, I, it took me like six tries. Yeah, very difficult fight. Yeah, In hard to be Kronika. Mortal Kombat fashion. You always got a frustrating you, last boss. I'm assuming you can win that first round. I never did. I did. You did win I the did. first round. I was intent on winning... The, for the listeners at home, the final boss in the most recent Mortal Kombat game, you get a different ending, depending on if you beat her during round one or round two. I did beat her during round one. Has that changed two or the three, ending? I forget how it works. Uh, it, I don't know. I'll tell you how it ended, and you tell me what's different. But basically, Liu Kang beats her. Uh, the same. I think she gets killed the same way, where she gets like f- melted and shattered by her hourglass, frozen and shattered by the sand of the hourglass. And, yeah. yeah. And um, Raiden then steps up behind him and says, "You're in charge of time now. I've given you my godhood." And Ra- and Liu Kang says, "I'm gonna. You're gonna." Raiden says, you're going to need someone to shape time with. And he says, Katana, I pick Katana. She's the person that's always been my like partner. And so it, the last shot is like Liu Kang and Katana in front of the sands of time. And it's, oh. and it's like we together will reshape history. Okay. So I don't get that when, when, mm. when you don't win in the first round. Because when you win in the first round, she, she kind of accomplishes her plans and everybody's dead. Oh. So Katana doesn't exist anymore. Uh, so it's just me and Raiden got to do it by ourselves. Oh, interesting. So everyone's still gone, I believe, in the version I saw. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think she still successfully erased everyone. But uh, he... It is Liu Kang and Katana, not Liu Kang and Raiden. It's Liu Kang and Raiden. I'm yeah, right. unless I misunderstood, but I'm pretty sure that was how both endings went. I did stay up really late and beat it, which mm-hmm. in retrospect, I'm like... Well, I more or less remember how it ends. <laughs> um, so, 
What do you What do you think is going to happen next? Because I guess they have the option of having oh, the, so many options. Right? You got to bring a lot of people back. Um, okay, I'll tell you. I mean, what I think happens: you go back to basics, you get back to the Mortal Kombat one tournament, mm-hmm. and, and somehow I don't know why, but you have it. And you you go back to a lot of the older characters, but we have. I think that's where you go, but with more and more characters. But what I would like mm-hmm. is for us to go to Tekken Tag Team Tournament route, where mm. they're just like, hey, I can't choose between. I like young Johnny Cage. I like old Johnny Cage. We, so we got both. And we got young Kano. We got old Kano. We got, we got all the people and mixing the cybernetic ninjas and the regular ninjas, and we do a tag team tournament. So we cool. see Johnny teaming up with johnny we see oh it's just gonna be great that's what i want <laughs> uh, all right so the last segment uh of, of every episode of the show is called choose your destiny and so i ask you ron were you in the mortal Kombat universe mm-hmm. what would you be where would you live what would you do what would your fatality be who would you be in mortal Kombat? Mm, okay well i mean i'd just be myself I would like Love to be it. me, Ron Funches. I'm from Earthram. Hi. Uh, shout out again to Earthram. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll stick to a lot of powers based off of things I go. Because not Johnny, did a, he, he did fine. He's just an actor. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be a stand-up. Um, I can strangle people with my microphone. Um, that yeah. would be really fun to do. Um, beat them to death with the mic stand that I carry around with me. Oh, that's cool. Um, Is that like part of your general fighting style? Like it's just a weapon that's always in your hands a mic stand you're always kind of yeah it's kind of like in my left hand sometimes i put it down i rest on it you know oh but yeah then other like times taunt. I, yeah 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 pick it back up and, and swipe people with it um, maybe use the microphone is kind of like a a mace yeah yeah and then i think my fatality um would just be also comedy related but it'd be just me like hitting somebody over and over the face with like i, I will barrel out a wheelbarrow full of cream pies, and I just keep <laughs> hitting them, and hitting them, and hitting them, and hitting them. It was them really leading into with yeah. cream pies, but then okay. they find out that the cream w- was made with acid, and so it just melts their faces. Yeah, it'd be like one end. of those classic comedy fatalities where at first you hear like a crowd laughing, and then the, it comes down, it's just skull. Yeah, and then you hear them go, oh, yeah. And then Fantastic. I take a, the last pie is normal, and I take a bite of it. Oh, that's fun! You're like about to throw it, and you go ah. You just, you just, mm-hmm. I like that. I also like the idea that in the narrative, you it, the game would start with you coming up to Johnny Cage and being like, "Hey, man." Saw what you did. Big fan. I'm also joining this tournament. Johnny's like, no, you're going to die. I was a martial artist. I, I have Mediterranean it. war cult powers. No. And then you are like last man standing. Yeah. Just with charm and grace. Yeah. It ends with like Kronika or whoever the villain is getting eviscerated. And then you hear a flush and you like walk out of a bathroom. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah, thing he's comic relief <laughs> and it's sorely missing. I love it. From the Mortal Kombat universe. I want I want to come out there and just be like, oh, damn, reptile. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to eat it like that. <laughs> that would be one of the things I say. Oh, man. I love it. We need someone to fill the role of the, the classic uh, man jumping onto the screen mid-fight and yelling toasty. Yeah. You know, in a fun, The voice of the audience. Of yeah. You need that sometimes. That, that would be Ron Funches. Greek in the world chorus. Of Mortal Kombat. I love it. Uh, Ron, it was such a blast having you on. 
fun. It was really fun. I had a great time, even though I did not want to come here. You did. <laughs> what, an, what an arc, because at the beginning you were like, oh, I'm tired. I don't know. And now you had a great time. Now I had a great time, and then the hour right home, I will get angry again. Yeah, I'm sending, <laughs> I, am, I am sending you in rush hour track. <laughs> Listen, I just hope we can stay friends. It was a great yeah. time having you on. Um, where where can people find you? Oh, you can find me ronfunches.com if you want to come see me do stand-up shows because I like doing those. Um, Twitter is at ronfunches. My Instagram is at ronfunch. I have my own podcast where we just talk about getting better at our craft and life. Um, and a lot of fun guests there. It's called Getting Better with Ron Funches. Check it out. Love it. Please do. Cool. And thanks as always to our producer, Katie Levine, uh, who is so kind and generous and that's who's laughing in the background. People have asked. It's you. I love it. It's always my thing. I try not. Sometimes it's I try best. to make it, and I look, and she's not. And yeah. I feel like it I'm, really feeds the energy. I yeah. feel needy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then something you just talking, and yeah. she laughs, and you're like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. This is working. This is a good bit. Yeah, I like cool. it. Awesome. Uh, thanks, guys. And as always, I can never remember how I sign off. So. <laughs> Finish him. Fatality. Uh, Bye. See you next time. (laughs)